we're supposed to be having a fiesta! Watch this. Go Spurs, go. What's up, Spurs Nation? Sorry for the delay. Zach is having some technical difficulties. Might have to reschedule with him and, and get him on either later on this week or next week. So shout out to Zach Montana. We'll get him on the show eventually. Um, so Spurs Nation, this episode of Spurs Film Room is brought to you by Spurs Tube TV. If you're wondering what Spurs Tube TV is, go to the website, SpursTubeTV.com. You can check out a lot of Spurs content from different Spurs digital creators out there making videos, making podcasts. Go ahead and check out the site. You can look at the contributor list, all the people that are going to be contributing to post-game shows after the buzzer this season, right? Spurs Tube TV is the home of after the buzzer, the post-game show for this 21-22 season. You can also check out the merch shop there to support all of the contributors that we have there. So shout out to the Patreon members, Frenchie Betts, Arno Midnight, and Juan Rodriguez. The goal for September, guys, is to gather enough Patreon members to be able to stream in 1080p starting in October. That's the goal. The goal is for this season to be able to bring you a better quality product on this channel and on other uh, Spurs Tube TV, probably, which I also run. So more Patreon members will help the quality of these film breakdowns and these shows that I do with some other people so we can stream a little bit better quality. But if you want to go ahead and support the channel, you're doing it right now. Go Spurs Go. Hit that like button. Hit the notification bell so you get notified when we go live on this show and when we drop new content. Leave a comment. It can be as simple as GSG. Share this video. If you want to, again, become a Patreon member, you get perks. We're trying to get up to 15. If we can get up to 15 by the end of this month, we should be able to um, keep the lights on and go up to 1080p um, and cover you know, the Adobe and everything else that goes into the production of this channel. So thank you guys for watching. Go Spurs Go! Let's go ahead and have a good episode. Let's talk some Spurs. We're going to be talking about, you know, who is ready for that breakout season, right? Which Spur, which young Spur is ready to have that next leap that we keep talking about we need to have. Some of these guys need to take that leap in order for us to be competitive. Who is that going to be? We're also going to talk about thoughts on our new roster and then playoffs, play in or lottery. I want to know what you guys think in the, in the chat room. Um, go ahead and let me know guys when, uh, Go ahead and let me know where you're at. Go Spurs, go. Let me know where in the world you're watching from. I appreciate you, my international Spurs amigos. All right, go Spurs, go. Let's get on with the show. Two, one, zero, and liftoff. Hey, isn't we supposed to be having a fiesta? Watch this. Wherever you are in the world, hope you're having a wonderful day. Who is ready to take that breakout step this season? Who's that player that's going to elevate the Spurs to stop being considered a bottom tier team and being taken a little bit more seriously in that playoff race 
even in that play-in race, right? I'm going to ask you guys that a little bit later as well. Um, you know, talking about our young guys, let's let's put the responsibility and the role on our young players that have been developing over the past few years and that are ready to soak up this opportunity and 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 thrive with it, right? I think on deck in that conversation, we have Dejounte Murray, Derek White, um, Keldon Johnson, and Lonnie Walker. I think are the four names that we really hope are 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 the guys that put the load on their backs day in day out game in game out and actually bring it and and create the identity that the Spurs are going to need to create you know I want to throw Doug McDermott in that into that mix but you know he's a free agent new spur I'm not going to go ahead and put the whole load on Dougie uh McBuckets even though he is going to be probably the key to this season um you know, we talk a lot about X factors, you know, on this show, we've talked about Derek White, Lonnie Walker, but I think the real X factor is Doug McDermott um, and what he's going to be able to do on the floor. And he might start, he might come off the bench either way. He's going to help this team. Right. But let's kind of keep Dougie out of this conversation. Right. Dougie Doug. Um, in my opinion, the guy that's going to take this next step, the guy who's going to be putting the spurs on his back night in, night out and actually get recognition like from, the NBA and from like, you know, the media and from, you know, maybe even like all-star votes or, or, um, you know, high caliber, you know, profile, you know, who is that guy? Who's that going to be? And in my opinion, guys, I know I've talked a lot about Derek white. I think Derek white is super important to this team being competitive, but honestly, I think it's Keldon Johnson. I think Keldon Johnson is ready. I think he kind of took a half step in that direction this season. And is he's someone that I haven't really been talking about ever since, um, you know, team USA, when team USA was doing their thing, um, shout out to team USA. I have this here. I always keep it close by right. Team USA basketball. Let me see. There you go. Shout out to team USA basketball. When Keldon was doing his thing with team USA, man, I was really high on the idea of, um, on the thought train of what Keldon is doing right now is, is unbelievable in the sense that he is putting the Spurs on the map. He's putting a Spurs player on the map, right? Not only with the media by making that team, you know, the media is talking about him. They love his story. Um, but I think, you know, playing with the guys that he played with in the United States, uh, I'm sorry, in this Tokyo Olympic games for T uh, team USA, he played with some of the best of the best, right? Keldon Johnson was playing with Kevin Durant. He was playing with Drew Holiday. He was playing with um, with Draymond Green and Bam Adebayo. And he was just in that mix with the elite players that this country has to offer and what the NBA has to offer, right? And he fit in. And when he played in the exhibition games primarily, right, he didn't get too much run in the, in the actual tournament. Um, you know what I mean? So... That's okay. It's okay that Keldon Johnson didn't really get that much playing time in the actual tournament. He showed in the in the exhibition games that he's like on that level. And I think all the players knew that Keldon was on that level. So to me, it's like the guy who's going to take that jump most likely is, is going to be Keldon Johnson because the media loves him. I think if he has a great start to the season, a great first half to this season, or not, you know, uh, I, I think he can be an all-star consideration. You know what I mean? I think I think he might be getting some of those votes because I think people love watching Keldon. People love watching Keldon play. What's up, Sean Kelly? Thank you for the tip, my man. Thank you, Frenchie Betts, for hanging out in the chat room. Guys, let me know who you think is going to take that next step towards like, you know, all-star level play, right? And I think Keldon, 
can be an all-star in his role. You know, I, I really do. And that's something that you tell your team in and out is, you know, that's actually one of the messages I heard from Earl Watson, I believe a few years ago. And I, 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 I preach this to my, my players on my squad. I, I tell them guys, everyone's going to have a role. This is a team sport. You know, not everyone's going to get 10, 20 shots a game. Some of you guys are only going to get five or six. Some of you guys are only going to get four or five minutes a game, right? So everyone has a different role, but you need to be an all-star at your role. You need to be the best at the best at what you do and what you need to do to help the team. You need to have that in your mind. And it takes a lot of sacrifice, you know, when, when you're talking about team sports and being successful in the team sport, you know, everyone's got to take a sacrifice here or there. And but relish the opportunity that you do have focus in on that and actually try to dominate at what you do. And I think Keldon Johnson does that. I think Keldon Johnson dominates at the hustle plays, being that intangible glue piece, getting to the rim, bodying up players, being able to guard one through four. Like Damian was saying last week, Keldon is really the guy I feel like that is catapulted himself already with this Olympic game that he just had this Olympic tournament and making a name for himself and putting the Spurs on the map and and getting the whole nation aware of, Oh, San Antonio has like a really good player. I think his name is Keldon Johnson. He was on the Olympic squad, right? So he already kind of has that going for him where, you know, you know, this is his third year. He's going to be starting his third year and he's had the quickest out of all of the young players. um, He's had the quickest growth curve. Right. Keldon has had an immediate impact, um, had a medium impact, uh, immediate impact on the floor. One second, guys. One second. Talking to my guy, Zach, right now. All right. Sorry for that delay, guys. Had to go ahead and talk to to my guy, Zach Montana. All right, guys. So again, Keldon Johnson is that guy for me. Keldon Johnson already is stepping in that direction, not only because he's had that fast growth curve with the Spurs this season. Um, I mean, in his career, right? It's taken Lonnie. It's taken Luca. It's taken um, Derek and DeJounte three to four years to really get into their roles and really get developed enough to be ready to compete the way the Spurs want them to compete, right? So let me know who you guys have in the chat. Um, let me know who you guys have uh, as your breakout player. I'm going to go ahead and scroll through the chat a little bit right now. Uh, let me see. Let me see what you guys have to say about this topic. Um, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Keldon Easy, Raleigh says. Um, what's up, Raleigh? Thank you for hanging out. Robert Johnson says Derek has to stay healthy. I think it will be Lonnie or DJ. I think with DJ having eight to 10 more minutes uh, per game, he will reach 28 and five and two steals or more. Um, DJ is the second guy in my mind, right? So let's talk about uh, Derek White for a second. I'm not Derek White, DeJounte Murray. DeJounte Murray had a huge season this year in my, in my eyes, uh, earned a lot of points in my book uh, because he, he improved in a lot of areas in which I think he had been struggling in for the previous season or two, right? Um, he was taking a huge step into finishing around the rim and he was take a, he took a huge step in, in being able to close out quarters 
right? DJ was able to close out fourth quarters with the defensive with with the defense, right? But there's something about DJ where I feel like he's just not going to get he's not going to get his his due credit, man. I feel like Dejounte deserves to be All NBA defense. He didn't get it, and I feel like people just feel like he is who he is, but that's just totally not it. Um, he's been probably averaging around 20 to 25 minutes a game. Not that much. Um, been incredibly efficient with his minutes. Um, so I think DJ with a long, like you're saying, Robert, um, you know, getting a couple more touches a game, he's definitely going to take a step forward this season. And he had not he had an unbelievable stat line this year and it's only going to get better, right? It's only going to get better. So, um, so yeah, so that that's my take, guys. I, I really do think it's going to be Keldon Johnson, or it's going to be, um, or it's going to be Dejounte Murray, right? If I had to guess, if I had to guess, that, to take that All Star level jump, right? We keep saying that some of these guys have to take that that step. I really do think it's going to be one of those two guys. I do think I do agree with you guys that Derek's health is key. That was one of the videos on my channel, so I'm totally with you guys on that all right so let me see what else you guys got we got keldon raleigh uh dion what's up dion um saying that lonnie walker will have a breakout season lonnie walker is the one that we're all hoping for lonnie walker is the one that we're hoping can turn the time a little bit back to that to where he had his hair and and he was making statements every time he he got on the floor um you know that houston game was was i hope not the apex of what lonnie can bring to the table not that he'll never do it again. I think Lonnie has a lot of that in him, right? Has a lot of that Houston game left in him to bring out to the table. Um, but you know what, guys? I think that uh, I think that Lonnie just had a rough season. I think I'm going to chalk it up to that. I don't want to make too much out of it because I, I have. I've been I've been kind of looking a little bit too hard into Lonnie Walker's performance this past season, and I feel like I'm I'm being a little bit hard on him, harder on him than I am maybe some other players. And that's just because I feel like the competition is there for him to 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 uh, to thrive. I feel like in practice he's he's got to go up against other shooting guards, other players like Devin Vassell and and some other these guys, some other guys on this team that are going to be right there next to him, kind of like fighting for minutes. And I want Lonnie to kind of separate himself from that from that group, right? And it just takes a little bit more consistency from the defensive side of the ball with Lonnie, right? So I think that Lonnie. Lonnie Walker is going to take a huge step this year. I, I, I'm going to go ahead and kind of cut him a break from for this season and, you know, just kind of chalk it up to the whole circumstance of COVID, no practice and all that stuff. You know what I mean? Because that's that's a big takeaway from this past year was that we didn't have time to practice. Right. We didn't have any time to kind of get together and and put a, a practice plan out there where we can start implementing new things along the way. And we just couldn't do that this year. And I think that hurt a guy like Lonnie. I think that hurt a guy like Lonnie. So um, Raleigh goes ahead and says, if Lonnie's uh, defense improves, his playing time will increase. Absolutely. Because it all starts on the defensive side of the ball in, in Spurs basketball, guys. I'm. It's true. You know, a lot of other teams don't operate the way we do, like where we have that demand for defense. And if you are not defending, if you're not communicating, if you're not um, – you know, doing all that, then you probably won't see the floor. You probably will not see the floor. Someone else will who can defend better. Now, there's been a few exceptions with that over the past few years. I, I do, I, I will admit Marco Bellinelli, Brent Forbes, some of these guys who um, weren't 
great defenders, but still got opportunity, you know, so it has happened, but I think the norm in San Antonio is um, that you have to defend, you have to defend. So I think that's, like I said, the area where I was kind of critical with Lonnie last season. I hope he turns that around. I see a lot of him. I see a lot of, you know, internet footage of Lonnie Walker working on his game and, and incorporating new moves and new ways to get his shot off and, and adding to his offensive skill set, And that's, that's all fine and dandy, bro. Like, honestly, like I don't get hyped when I see players like playing in, in five on five scrimmages in the summer or playing in the drew league or um, just work, working on their offensive game, you know, like in a gym with a couple guys, like, yeah, it's, it's good. That should come with the territory. Like you're an NBA player. You should put many hours in the gym. You should put many hours into your craft, putting up your shots, um, working on your on your on your jump shots off the dribble, off the catch, off the move. Right. You you, you got to be working on all those things, coming off screens. You know, like so. Yes, I am happy to see that. But honestly, it, it what I want to see from Lonnie has nothing to do with the ball. Has nothing to do with the ball. I trust Lonnie Walker to do amazing things with the with the basketball in his hands. Right, shoot it, dunk on fools, cross someone up, smooth, fancy finish around the rim, um, all that, all that. All right, so um, I think the defensive side is where is where I hope he's working on. I hope he's in there with the coaching staff. You know, go, you know, working on his help side, working on being aware where these players are. You know, like just tracking players and and tracking ball and man. I want to see Lonnie be more aggressive. I want him to seek contact. I want him to be able to um, bang a little bit more and, and be more physical and, and go after rebounds and loose balls and stick his nose in it and, and not get injured, right? Like, I want that Lonnie Walker. That's the Lonnie Walker that's going to immediately separate himself from the pack and say, yeah, I'm that guy. It's my time, right? But it all has to come together for Lonnie Walker. It can't just be the offense. It can't just be Lonnie's great with the ball and, and man, he can dunk and, man, he can shoot. Yeah, so so can literally everybody else in the NBA, you know, can dribble and and dunk. Literally everybody else, you know, a smaller group of them can shoot the way Lonnie shoots. But again, in San Antonio, it doesn't really matter. The um, the the defensive side comes first. All right, so that's that's Lonnie Walker right there. So again, takeaways, guys, are um, takeaways are that you know the guys that are going to be needing to take the jump um, are all on this thumbnail, right? They're all on the thumbnail. They all have the opportunity. Derek white, I feel like is going to get most of the touches. I think DeJounte is going to be heavily involved, but I think Keldon has already like kind of sprung off that diving board in the national eye and is putting himself as the face, the face of the Spurs. Cause everyone that's asking me, talking to me at work, like, I'm walking around campus and I'm walking around because I'm, I'm a teacher and I'm a coach, right? So I'm walking around and everyone knows me as, you know, the Spurs dude, right? And so like everyone asks me, hey, so what's up with the Spurs, man? They lost DeRozan. They lost DeRozan. Everyone loves to tell me that we lost DeRozan. And who do we got? We have no all-star. We need an all-star. That's what a lot of these older dudes, these older coaches are telling me, right? Like, we need a guy. There's no guy. There's no all-star level player. And I'm like, yeah. And I have to tell them all. I have to talk. I have to talk to all these guys, right? I have to be like, yeah, well, you know what? Um, we have a lot of talent and we're going to, we've been working with these guys for about four or five years and we're finally going to like let them go. All these older guys are gone. Like today I was talking to, to another coach and he's like a football coach, but he was telling me, Hey man, DeRozan's left, man. So, so what's next? You know, I was like, well, it's not just DeRozan. 
actually Patty Mills left too. And he was like, what? Patty Mills left? So like, uh, you know, the average person doesn't know. We know, right? We're hardcore Spurs nation, right? All over the world. Go Spurs, go international amigos, right? So yeah, we, we got, we, we're aware of what's going on here in San Antonio, but the, the normal person is not. The, the average fan is not. And so I'm telling him, Patty Mills left too. That's huge. And Rudy Gay left. And then he's like, they're like, oh, wow. I said, so what that means is that we're that our young guys are now the older guys. We got rid of the older dudes. We've been working with this group of four or five guys for a lot for a while now. And it's their turn. It's their turn to be the older guys. It's their turn to take the load, to take the shots, to take the minutes. Year in, year out. Year in, year out. As long as they're on contract, these guys are going to be carrying the load, I think, for the next few years. And we're a small market team. I don't think we want to go out and pay anyone right now $26, 27000000 million to come play in San Antonio. We have, you know, like I talked about this before, Derek and DeJounte are on great deals. Doug McDermott is on a great deal um, Zach Collins is on a great deal. Uh, Lonnie Walker's up for an extension. He has this run, his runway in front of him. Brian Wright, our GM, was talking about the runway that these guys still have in front of him. Joshua Primo is for real. Devin Vassell is for real. And Lucas Samanich is for real. I'm telling you guys that. I'm telling you guys. So, again, we got DJ. Um, uh, let me see if Lonnie is consistent. He will be an all-star in two years. He has everything you can possibly want in a player offensively. Offensively, he does. Um, Dion, appreciate you, Dion. Um, let me see. Raleigh is saying Luca got a huge. Uh, Luca got huge. He might surprise us all. Yeah, Luca's getting big, guys. He was 19 when he got here. That's all I was telling everybody. Calm down. Do you remember like when you were 19 and like like when you were 21, you were just like this totally different, like jacked up person. You probably went off to college and just started lifting and lifting and lifting and, and you got all jacked and everybody's like, damn, man, what happened to you, man? You were all skinny in high school. What happened? Yeah. Well, you become a man over those, those, those short, that short period of time. And Luca has been in that weight room. So yeah. So let me see. Uh, Jonathan, what's up, Jonathan? I haven't seen you in here before. Jonathan Jenkins says he's been working on his defense and has and his footwork in workouts with Dwight Howard. I did see that report that Lonnie work Lonnie Walker was like running in the sand with Dwight Howard and stuff. And and to me, I I, I liked it. I liked it. That got me kind of excited. I was like, okay, Lonnie's getting trying to get heavier, you know, because I feel like Lonnie's a little bit lightweight in the terms of like he gets he gets he gets hit and he gets hurt. He falls down and he gets hurt. He doesn't want to come come off a screen too hard because he might get hurt. You know what I mean? So him running in the sand and like getting getting dirty with it and just trying to get more physical, I love it. I think that's exactly what Lonnie what Lonnie needs. I think that it's a good look him working out with Dwight Howard. Wants to get a little bit bigger, a little bit stronger. I I Dwight's been in the game for a long time and knows how to keep his body right. That's for sure. So Lonnie's probably um working out with him there pop always likes two-way guys you're you're right raleigh it's a two-way first team here if you can play defense you're gonna play that's why devin vassell is right there devin vassell came in this league an elite defender already elite already his habits are unbelievably ahead of his time the way the way he moves the way he uses his hands the way he 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 works off of um guys going back door when his player goes back door, he's either turning and like getting a hand out in that lane, or he's like backpedaling to try to like pick off that dump off pass. He's just so smart. Um, so you know, that's right. Uh Frenchie says contract year for Keldon. 
I mean, sorry for Lonnie. Jew Water says Keldon Johnson is our star. That's kind of that's kind of where I'm leaning on right now. I think if Keldon takes a step forward this year, ooh, the rest of the NBA needs to get ready. The rest of the NBA needs to get ready. All right. Um, okay, so uh, let me see, 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 see. He's our alpha for sure. San Antonio in the house. What's up, Jonathan? Shout out to the 210. Um, go Spurs go from Sean. Buff Luca. That's right. Um, they should re-sign Lonnie now. Um, that's going to be interesting to see how that all plays out, how that all plays out. Um, all right, guys. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a short break, and then when we get back, we're going to go ahead and talk about, uh, you know, the new look roster. All right, here we go. We're going to take a break. We'll get back right quick. Hey, isn't we supposed to be having a fiesta? What is all right, Spurs Nation, just a reminder that Spurs Film Room is brought to you by Spurs Tube TV. Go to SpursTubeTV.com and you can check out a lot of Spurs content, videos, podcasts from some of the top Spurs digital content creators in the game. You can check out the contributor list, check out their pages, see what they got going on on their channels. You can support them by heading over to our shop and then checking out the merch that is there as well. We're trying to get to 15 Patreon members that by the end of this month, what that will do is that will let us stream in 1080p here on this channel and on Spurs Tube TV starting in October. We want to get there to bring you a better quality um, product, right? So on StreamYard, we have like the you know the low plan that's like 25 bucks. Um, the 1080p plan is like 50 bucks or something like that. So that's why we're trying to gather Patreon members to help support and growth the growth of this channel. So thank you guys for being a Patreon member out there uh you guys are supporting the channel right now though you're watching i cannot appreciate you guys enough literally i cannot thank you guys enough for for supporting this channel um during the month of august it was my best month on this channel and that has nothing to do with me i think and all to do with you spurs nation thank you for subscribing thank you for hitting that like button thank you for smashing that notification bell um, and leaving comments. I love all the comments coming in guys in the month of August. I got like almost 600, almost 600 new Spurs fans subscribed to this channel. And I can't, that blows me away. The most I've ever gotten in a month was maybe like 40 or 50 or 60, 600 new Spurs fans that subscribe to Spurs film room. Thank you so much for subscribing. And thank you so much for hanging out with us here today. So thank you guys for watching, man. Just watching the show. You guys you guys make the, the world of difference for me and for this channel and for my family, man. Like, like you know, you guys are helping buy the diapers and the wipes, right, for, for my newborn. So thank you guys for, for hanging out. Again, like this video, hit that notification bell, comment and share, and check out the Patreon link in the description below. Uh, we're going Tuesdays and Thursdays around 8.30, guys, here on F, uh, SFR Live. Um, on Sundays, we're trying to do a Spurs Q&A with you about every other Sunday, at least twice a month. Um, so, again, thank you guys for 2K subscribers. We're on our way to 3K. Um, I think we're like at 2,300 right now. So thank you guys so much for subscribing to this channel. Again, go check out Spurs Tube TV. That's the other project I got going on where we're going to be bringing you guys after the buzzer uh, post-game shows during the season. So if you want to tune into the show right after the game, and check out what me and a bunch of other Spurs creators have to say about it. Check out Spurs Tube TV. The link to the YouTube channel is in the description below, as well as the link to the website that looks like this when you guys pull it up. So thank you guys for hanging out. All right, guys. So let's get back to the show. 
and talk about um, when uh, uh, what we think of the new look Spurs. And just to, just to let you guys know, Zach uh, wasn't able to get on the show today, but we will get him on soon. All right. So uh, go Spurs, go back to the show. Supposed to be having a fiesta. All right, so shout out to Ruru. Ruru, I haven't seen you in a while. Ruru, Ruru three thousand uh, says I don't do Patreon, but I support when I can. Ghostbusters, go absolutely, guys. If you guys want to support the channel, just I mean, you can do what Ruru did right there. You could drop a tip um, via super chat, or if you uh, want to drop it through uh, PayPal, the tip jar is in the link. Uh, uh, the link to the tip jar is in the description below. Um, so thank you guys again for hanging out with us. Let's talk a little bit about this season and where the new look Spurs come in. I was talking to Damien about this last week, um, about where our expectations are with this new roster. And let me tell you, man, let me tell you. Um, let me tell you, man, I, I have this notion that the Spurs made a lot of good moves this offseason. And I'm still waiting to see what happens with that with that young. What we end up doing with him, um, it's been in the market. I mean, sorry, in in the in the media, in the market, in the media that that is on the market. And and I think Phoenix is one of those teams that we're looking to trade him to. You know, um, and if we can get some type of pick and player back from Phoenix, that'd be great. Um, I'm still waiting to see what we do with Alfaruk Aminu as well. Those two guys, I would love to have them on the squad this year. Even if it's just for one year, I, I'm telling you, I think they're both veterans. They're both long. They can both guard the three, the four, um, which we need. We need guys that can guard the, the wings, right? We have like Luca, um, you know, who, who else, who else do we have out there that can really switch and guard the three and the four, um, Devin Vassell, Keldon, Luca, uh, Doug McDermott, maybe. Right. We, so we, we need long athletic guys on this team. So I really kind of hope that, um, Al Farouk Aminu, I hope that he gets healthy. I'm a big fan of him when he's healthy. Um, I know his, he's been struggling with that, uh, lately and Thad Young. I mean, I've been a, a fan of Thad Young, not, not particularly like a fan, but I've always respected his game. I feel like he's been in the league since, since I graduated like high school or something, but, um, he's still doing work. He's still putting up great stats in the NBA. So if you're telling me, you know, what should we do with those two guys? I would like to keep them for the year. Now, if that is drawing a lot of attention and that is is creating an actual like market for himself and a lot of teams out there want him well then yes the spurs have to look at that the spurs have to look at what the options are for that young right so i hope that we just if we end up losing that young and if we end up losing alfruk aminu as well i hope that we can acquire some first round picks in exchange and and or another wing player with some length and athleticism that can guard the three and the four, right? That's huge for me. Cause I think if they stay, we're automatically like five times better. We are like five times better if they stay. Right. So, you know, I, I really want them to stay. I know Raleigh is over here saying that, um, sons want that. Maybe we can get Jalen Smith. I don't mind Jalen Smith. I just don't think he should have been taken over Devin Vassell, right. Or Tyrese Halliburton in the draft. Uh, I always kind of get on Phoenix for for being terrible in the draft, but um, Jalen Smith is a good player. He's not a bad player. He just he needs development time. So like the Spurs is it does sound like a good fit for that guy because 
if we can throw him into the G League, um, use him a little bit here and there, uh, I like it. Um, so Ruru says, I hope we run it back and don't move the core four. I want to see what they can do together before we make moves. I don't think we're going to make any moves to get rid of those core four. If you're talking about the four that are on the thumbnail, Ruru, I think I think they're here to stay. Um, Lonnie Walker is the only question with his extension and the contracts. But I, I, I think the Spurs want to give him the room and the time to develop and not, you know, just let him go because he hasn't met his growth development by his contract extension. You know what I mean? That, that That's my opinion um, on Lonnie Walker and where the Spurs kind of, you know, see him at. So um, the Nets could make a move for Thaddeus. Young. Can we, can we trade him for Patty? <laughs> can we bring Patty back? Um, Spurs don't need Young and Aminu. What's up, Steve Mendoza? Can't say we're going all in on the youngsters and then rely on two older guys, especially one as a starter. Trade them pick for picks. Both. I think I can, bro. I think I can say we're going to give all the op- opportunity to the young guys, but have these two veterans in here to clean up, clean up the mess. You know what I mean? Like be those veteran guys, um, do the dirty work, get rebounds, get some putbacks, make the easy play, defend, um, really just defend, man. If they, if those two guys can come out and defend with this young core, it only makes us better. It only makes us better. No to Ben Simmons. Amen. Right. Should I make that its own video? Raleigh? No to Ben Simmons. Amen. Right. So I really hope that we don't, we don't do that. Um, Ruru says that she keeps hearing that young doesn't want to play here. Wants a contender. Bulls wasn't contending yet. He wanted to stay there. Oh, well, we need a true power forward. Keldon is just undersized as our four. Um, okay. So a lot, a lot to dissect there. He doesn't want to play here. I think, that makes sense. Um, yeah, he's towards the end of his career. I think maybe he has a good two or three years left. So I think being around contenders is probably where he wants to go. Um, I'm just saying that I wouldn't want, I wouldn't mind having him here. Uh, we need a true power forward. That's right. Um, see Luca, Luca or Zach Collins, maybe, right. Zach Collins. We Maybe we go big. Jakob, Zach Collins, Keldon, Derek DeJounte, maybe if he's healthy, I don't know. Um, yeah, um, Keldon at the four, it's not my first choice. I would like to have Keldon at the three. I know Damien last week was saying that he likes Keldon at the four. Um, he thinks he plays well and it makes him versatile switching, um, you know, from the, from the one to the four. And I have to agree with him on that. But if you're just asking me, I think, I think Keldon can dominate at the three. I just feel like he will bully these guys and he will just, you know, where a lot of these bigger fours were kind of stopping him from getting to the basket. I don't think those, those small forwards can do that. You know what I mean? So, um, so who is going to be our go-to guy in the clutch? Hansi Laulma asks, I think it's going to be, I think we're going to be running plays for Derek White. That's just my initial, initial, uh, thought, you know how we always ran plays for DeMar or Patty. At the end of quarters, I think it's going to be for Derek or or maybe Lonnie, if he can get on the floor, if he can stay on the floor. Do you think Luca can play small forward? I think Luca needs to stay in the four spot, um, maybe even small ball five, right? I think that's where Luca's best fit is. Um, he can probably play the small forward, but he's too he's too big. I feel like that. I feel like some of these guards. I mean, he does great guarding small players, but I don't think you want him on a small guy the whole time if you can help it, right? So. 
you know, that's my take, guys. I, I think that the addition of Zach Collins, uh, Jock Landale, I think uh, are huge. Doug McDermott, obviously, I think is the actual piece that moves the needle. I think I think what we're talking about right now, we're going to talk about in a second. Um, playoffs, right? Playoffs, play in lottery. Where are we on that on that meter? Um, I think with the addition of Doug McDermott, we definitely went up a notch. That's just my opinion. All right. So don't at me, but that's just my opinion. Um, so um, Juan Medina says, do you think Spurs trade for Ben? I hope not, Juan. Um, no, I, I talked about it just a little while ago. No, no worries, Juan. Thank you for stopping by. Um, definitely think that it's a it's the wrong look. Uh, I don't think, you know, we should go out and trade for a guy who, you know, isn't part of our culture. I don't know if he would even stay here past his contract. You know, like if he just stayed for two, three seasons until his contract ended and then he was like, all right, I'm going to go wherever I want to go now. I don't want to do that again. Um, I'd rather invest in the players that we've already invested in time development and you know what I'm saying? So I hope that we don't we don't trade for him. I, I, I want our picks too. I want our picks for the next few years. So I don't want to trade assets, a, a dump truck of assets for for Ben Sims. All right, guys. So what we're okay before we move on. Raleigh asks, uh, "How do Joe Weisskamp fit in our lineup?" He doesn't this season. Uh, he'll be in Austin the entire season unless there's injuries. Really, is the only way he can really get up here and, and get minutes, or or we rest a few players for some reason, like a couple shooting guards. Maybe he gets a couple games in this year, but that's about it. He needs a lot of work. Joe Weisskamp needs needs a lot of work, and I think Austin's going to do wonders for Joe. Um, so I think I think it's a good look to keep him in Austin uh, this season. Also, I don't think there's any roster spots really available for him. I, I know he's on a two way. He's on a two way deal right now, so he is locked in under contract. But um, with the players that we have, I, I don't really see him making the roster again. Maybe unless we ship Thaddeus Young and we don't get any player back, but we get picks or something like that, spots open up. Then maybe Joe White's camp sneaks in. But I doubt it. I doubt that he sees the floor. He's not. He's not ready to see the floor. Joshua Primo will see the floor before uh, Weisskamp does. All right, guys. So let's go ahead and switch gears here, and let's talk about where we are on the play-in and or playoffs, right? Or lottery balance. You guys, let me know in your heart of hearts, right? Try to put your Spurs goggles aside. I'll try to do the same. Cause my goggles are like, they're, they're, they're permanently on. I got them LASIK on. I have, I had a Dr. Enrique Pena or whatever it is. The, you know, I've seen those commercials, right? He did a uh, Spurs LASIK on me, right? No, I'm going to try to take those off for a second and really evaluate this roster against the other opponents in the Western conference. That's the key though. Like, we can all talk about, oh, we're, what, what do we think is going to happen? But then when you look at, at the actual landscape, it doesn't really scare me. It doesn't. I know the Lakers are projected to be really good. The Phoenix are projected. The Phoenix Suns are projected to be really good again, which I think can happen. Um, Chris Paul is there. Same Devin Booker. A lot of those same pieces are there. So maybe, right? Maybe they, they are that good again. Utah is probably going to be that good again. I don't see the Lakers being all that great. I'm not really a, a Laker hater or anything like that. I, I'm not even a LeBron hater. I, I like LeBron and all that stuff, but I don't think they're going to be good. I just do not think they're going to be good at all. I think the Lakers are going to be terrible, terrible. And it has nothing to do with Russell Westbrook. 
It has nothing to do with Russell Westbrook. Him playing with LeBron, if they work or not, who cares? It's everyone else on that team. I think I saw a tweet the other day saying that like eight of those players were all-stars back in 2012. Ten years ago. We got the all-star squad as the Lakers from ten years ago. Tell me how that's supposed to compete in the West. Unless it's just LeBron James every day, all day, all you know what I mean? Anthony Davis doesn't get hurt. LeBron has a great season. Maybe. Because then it doesn't matter. But you tell me if that's light, more likely or not. So the Lakers at the top of the West, I just don't see it. I just don't see it. Not with these old dudes. Not with these old dudes, man. And I love Rondo, and I love Marc Gasol, and I love all those guys, man. But but no, but no, bro. Just no. Just no. Okay, so so I think they'll be middle of the pack playing just kind of like they were this season. The Clippers, you guys let me know what's going on with Kawhi Leonard. Is Kawhi Leonard hurt right now? I don't know. But the Clippers, they're all right. They 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 drafted my guy uh Jalen Johnson um from Tennessee, right? So or no Keon Johnson. They they drafted Keon Johnson from Tennessee. So the Clippers got better, I think, you know, in, in a few areas, but I don't know what the status of Kawhi is. If Kawhi is out, does that mean that Paul George gets like more touches and more opportunity? Because that scares me more. I actually think Paul George as like the number one guy is a really, really good team. So, you know, as, as we go down the Western conference here, like, you know, who else, who else are we talking about? Portland, who knows how good Portland is going to be with head, new head coach, Chauncey Billups. I love Chauncey. Um, but who knows if Dame Lillard is going to stay there or ask for a trade and he hasn't done anything yet. Right. But who knows, who knows what, what Portland is all about right now. I think Dallas Dallas is is going to be good again. Luca's the truth. He's going to win you thirty plus forty plus games probably by himself. Luca. So, you know, in in regards to the Spurs, you know, Memphis, Memphis, if if they run it back, they they lost Valanciunas, right? Um, but they they made a couple moves there around the draft. So I'm kind of I'm kind of a little I'm a, I'm a little wait and see on Memphis. You know, I think they're going to they're gonna give Jared Jackson a lot more opportunity, right, with Valanciunas gone. So, I mean, who knows, right? Who knows how good Memphis can be? They can actually be really good, or they can just be, I, I, you know, I think a little bit worse than they were this year. Because they lost a lot of games. Yes, Memphis beat us in the play-in, um, but they lost to a lot of bad teams at the end of the season. I don't know if, if any of you guys followed uh, Memphis at the end of last season, but they lost to like some bad teams. They lost to like Detroit. They lost to Minnesota, right? So they 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 beat us flat out. They they whooped our tail. But I'm not really scared of Memphis. I love I love John Morant. I love all their young pieces. Slow mo. Shout out to Kyle Anderson. But um, Memphis is going to be right there with us. I don't see them taking leaps and bounds in front of us this year. Um, so who else do we got? Golden State. Golden State might jump their way right all the way back to the top right they might be first second in the in the west if they're all healthy with the with the players that they've been drafting holy cow bro golden state might win the whole thing bro so like if we get if we get all those guys back and healthy uh in golden state man i don't see them losing more than like 50 or i see i don't see them i see them winning around 50 games like 52 you know what i mean like that's what i think golden state a healthy golden state's gonna do right so um you know i I don't know man so i'm a little bit uh i'm a little bit you know split on golden state i want to see them healthy on the floor and see them 
get some run in. Shout out to SSPN. What's up, SSPN? I don't know if it's Jude or Ethan out there, but guys, go ahead and check out SSPN's channel. They're dropping Spurs content all the time as well. They are also a part of um, Spurs Tube TV. When you go ahead and over to SpursTubeTV.com, you can check out their webpage and it has all of their videos and their podcasts and their merch as well. They got their new logo on the merch store. So go check out Spurs Tube TV and check out what SSPN's got going on. All right, guys. So if you're going to ask me, I think I'm going to say that the Spurs are going to be up towards the playoffs. I think we're going to be in that eighth, seven spot. I, I don't want to say nine or 10. I don't want to say nine or 10. I actually think that we're going to, you know, go ahead and take this eighth seed or maybe even the seventh seed. We're going to be in the play in mix, but hopefully we're in that first game where we can take home a W in that first playing game and solidify our seventh seed. That is my kind of like ballpark scenario with this squad that we have right now. If I'm being honest and I, I know I'm confident, I know a lot of Spurs nation out there is like, what playoffs play in. We suck. What? We're like, what's going to no, like, like, no guys, like, we are going to be damn good. We are going to be tough. We are going to be playing tough defense. We lost a lot of our older guys. Like our young guys are our old guys now. And we've put other like young established um, upside players via free agency next to those guys, right? Like Doug McDermott and Zach Collins, man. So if you're asking me if we can stay healthy, the key is health, right? I think we've all been talking about that all summer is that the key to the Spurs being successful this season is being able to avoid the injury bug. Avoid it. Please avoid it, right? Then we can make some noise. We can make some real noise. Um, Ruru saying that she is glad that the Clippers did not get DeMar. Spurs will be a 10th seed. MEZ says, what's up, MEZ? Jonathan says, play in or maybe a 6th seed. Hey, man, if the ball goes through the hoop for us this year, I think the 6th seed is our ceiling. And I would... I'm confident in that, Jonathan. You're not alone there. I'm saying that the Spurs are going to shock some people how we're going to be able to defend and actually get one of those six, seven seeds, right? I, I'm with you on that. Damien compared us to the New York Knicks, right? Like we're going to be like the Knicks of last year. It's a really tough defensive team with all with, with a little bit of struggles on the offensive end, but it's going to get the job done. So I'm with you on that one, Jonathan. Um, Raleigh says, do you think the Eastern Conference is better than the Western Conference right now yeah yeah the champs are there milwaukee's there um i think with even without ben simmons i think philly's tough um who uh, brooklyn obviously brooklyn's over there and probably gonna take the west this, i mean the east this year if they can stay healthy right so uh steve mendoza saying talk about players who showed improvement during the olympics luca put his his stamp on the thing yes he did Yes, he did. We'll talk about we'll talk about that. That's good. That's a good question. I expect Dallas to be scary good with him playing like that. Yes, yes, uh, Steve, you're on to something there. And the, you know, going back to the beginning of the episode when I was talking about Luca, I mean, sorry, Keldon being that guy who's probably going to take that huge step for the Spurs and maybe towards cl inch closer to that All Star mark before anyone else is because also like. Players that play in the Olympics come back and play in the NBA and just and just dominate. I don't know if you guys are with me on that, but whoever does well in the Olympic tournament comes into the NBA the next season with like their confidence like seven layers higher than whatever it was at the end of the season, the previous NBA season. And I think Keldon's going to have that, but definitely I think Luca might 
carry some of that swag too, which is, that is scary. That is scary. Um, all right. So let's see what else we got in here. Um, Tyler Meinhold says, I want to be hopeful for Utah or Denver. Denver is another, another team that we haven't talked about Denver. Um, but then I remember the nets aren't injured. Yeah. So Utah, you know, they, they, they kind of showed that they were all a bunch of smoke, you know, that they're a really good team, but in the playoffs and the crunch time that they, they still need a little bit of help. Denver, uh, I don't know. Jamal Murray is going to be back next season. You guys let me know. Is he going to be back in time? Cause if Jamal Murray's there with Denver, Denver's top three seed, top four seed in, in the Western conference. Yeah. So definitely. Um, SSPN says golden state could be a contender. If everything goes right. I agree. Frenchie bet shout out. Patreon members says Clay, uh, Clay Thompson is only expected back for, for Christmas. Okay. All right. So that might hurt them a little bit. I think that's maybe about 30 games. It's probably about 30 games without clay, but Hey man, they got Jonathan Kuminga. They got, they got, they got a lot of players on that team. A lot of players. Um, Frenchie says seventh, eighth seed. Maybe that's okay. That's okay. Um, SSPN says Jude's in the Jude's in the house. What's up, Jude? Appreciate you. My guys first tip Spurs tube TV. Let's get it. Absolutely. Can't wait for this season. Should be a lot of fun. Um, Tyler says Golden State could be five or six in the West if they're healthy. I agree. I agree. I mean, if, if Steph Curry took him to the play-in tournament and ended up getting bounced out of the playoffs, but still um, with the healthy squad, they, with a little bit of more help, they should be pretty good. MAZ says 10th seed at best. All right. That's, I'm, not, I'm not mad at that. Frank Tate says, I agree. Eighth seed at best. All right, all right, all right. Let me see what else we got here in the chat room. Shout out to Antoine Jones says, we are going to win. Simple. Well put, Antoine. Simple. I like it. We're just going to win. We're just going to win this season. Guys, we're just going to win games. We're just going to defend our tails off and win games. Um, SSPN says, Derek's injury messed up a lot of the Spurs plans this year. I agree. Amen on the injury bug talk. Yeah. So Derek White um, missing like half the season was the difference, was the difference, guys. We could have maybe won at least three or four more games if Derek White had played in those 20 games, right, that he missed, 30 games, right? So I agree. Um, All right. Let's see. Let's see what's going on here in the chat. Um, Who are we going to trade or cut from our roster to make our roster fit? Um, I'm thinking that's going to be, uh, Chandler Hutchinson, right? That guy that we got in that Washington three team deal. I don't see him making the squad. I don't even know who he is. Like he's a good player, but, um, I don't think we end up cutting someone like Drew Eubanks or anyone like that to, to bring him in. So I think that Chandler Hutchinson gets put off the books and then either one of Thad Young or Al Farouk Aminu are probably going to be off the table. Maybe even both, maybe even both. All right, so Axel Aquino says maybe might be a tough question, but realistically, when do you think we'll reach the finals, win a championship? Um, before I answer that, yes. Also, Keita Bates Jop, he might he might be one of the ones that are gone. Also, um, so back to Axel's question, um, that is a tough question. I think that in order for us to get there. A lot of people are saying we need a superstar talent. 
do the Spurs need a superstar talent via the draft in order to get back to the top, right? I think there's a lot of people out there that think that the Spurs need a tank in order to get back to the top, in order to get a top high caliber level player. And that theory isn't completely wrong. I mean, we had to drop to the bottom to get Tim Duncan, right? Um, we didn't have to drop, I mean, drop to the bottom to get Kawhi though, right? You know, we got Kawhi at 13, right? Or, or 15, whatever it was. Um, and he's that type of player, right? He's that type of player, championship level player. Um, but if you're going to ask me, Axel, I think it's going to take years of bumps and bruises and learning experiences in the playoffs. I think it's going to take our young guys like Derek who's already gone through a playoff series with Denver. It's going to take guys like DeJounte, Keldon, Lonnie, Luca. Um, it's going to take those guys a couple of playoff runs, you know, winning a couple of series, you know, maybe this year we go to the playoffs, we, we lose or, and then the following year, maybe we get to the second round, but we lose, right. It takes a it takes, it's the process, right. They got to learn through experience. I feel like. So the first step to that is getting to the playoffs right and we have to get to the playoffs first that's why it sucked this past year to see memphis go through go get into the playoffs and and see those those bottom two uh the seventh eight seed they, they got that run there's there's a lot of value in playoff minutes right so um there's a lot of lessons to be learned a lot of lessons to be taught just by playing in the playoffs and i think Derek white has already kind of gone through that he's really the only piece left Bryn forbes Right? Was is it Derek White and Bryn Forbes are really the only two pieces from that team that we played against Dem you know, in the last time we played in the playoffs? I don't know. It's it's kind of sounds I don't know if I'm right on that, but it kind of sounds like it. Um so it it takes experience. And I would say it's gonna take three to four years of battling in the playoffs and gaining that experience and learning along the way and then consistently improving on our regular season win total, right? Like let's say this season we win 40 games, right? 38, 40 games. Next season, we got to win 45. You know, if we're, if we're keeping that same young group, we got to go to the playoffs and then we got to win more games the next year. We got to show that growth. And then if we can show that growth for three to four years, I can see us being in the conference finals. I think Derek White is good enough to take you to the conference finals right now. I, that's just my opinion, right? You know, I, I said that, if we had stayed healthy this season and LaMarcus Aldridge had stayed and excelled in his role, LaMarcus Aldridge, right? We're talking about LA, right? Like just completely forgot about LaMarcus Aldridge. Um, I think Derek White, LaMarcus shooting threes, DeMar DeRozan playmaking. I thought we were good enough this, this season to get to the second round or maybe even beyond that, but health kept us out of it. Health was really the one. Um, so to me, it's it's our young guys gaining experience, Axel, and and playoff experience. Two or three years of of some tough losses, some great wins, right? Um, you know, so it takes that. It takes that to build inside of you that hunger to go again and try to get closer and closer. Some guys never get to the top, right? Some teams are out. Some really good teams out there never got to the finals, never, right? And and a lot of the times over the past 20 years, it was because of us, right? We're knocking a lot of teams out of the playoffs, but um, it takes, it just takes, you know, time. And I think with the young guys, without a superstar, without dropping to the bottom, 
without tanking a season and trying to get a number one, two, three pick without that. Cause I don't think that's in the, in the cards. I don't think it's in the cards unless the Spurs do trade everybody and say, we're going to suck then maybe. And we're like, all right, Joshua Primo, here's the ball for like two, three seasons then maybe, but you know, I no, uh, I don't think that's the way we're going to go. Right. So that's my opinion, Axel. All right, guys. So again, just to recap the show, thank you guys for hanging out. Just to recap the show, the person who I think is going to take that leap, Keldon Johnson. Second, I think DeJounte Murray, because he was like right there this past year. I think DeJounte with more touches, more minutes, more opportunity is only going to be efficient with it and thrive. So I think Derek White's our most important player, but I think the two guys that are going to be close to that all-star level tier are Keldon Johnson and DeJounte Murray. Um, and then we talked about our thoughts on the new roster. I really like the the depth that Doug McDermott brings. I really think he is the catalyst to this season working. I actually do think he's going to complement everybody very well. Shout out to the final four. I was there. Saw DiVincenzo light up Michigan. Um, And then playoffs, playing or lottery. I'm going to say playoffs, baby. Uh, I guess I have to say play in seven seed, seven seeds in the play in still. They have to win one game to solidify their seven seed. So Spurs, I see win, uh, winning enough games to get them there. Defense, baby. It's going to come down to the defensive end. The schedule is a little bit tough. A lot of road games, a lot of long stretches on the road. Bring it. Bring it, man. Bring on that schedule. Bring those tough games. Bring on those road trips. They build chemistry they build continuity they build bonds you know being on the road that's why we always love the rodeo road trip right so um road trips don't scare me just you know hopefully we gotta we gotta come out and play we gotta come out and play all right guys so thank you guys for hanging out so much you know again guys um spurs film room is brought to you by spurstubetv.com check out the website you can go ahead and uh click the link in the description below and you can see content from a bunch of different spurs creators we've got podcasts we've got videos all Spurs related, all from uh, a lot of Spurs digital creators out there in the game. Check out the site. Check out the contributor list. Um, you can also check out the shop and to support channels like SSPN, Spurs Film Room, and some more channels, more merch coming to the store soon. Again, we have some a goal for September. Guys, in October, we want to stream in 1080p for you guys. So in order to get there, we have to upgrade our StreamYard subscription and go from like the low plan to the medium plan, right? So Patreon members are going to help support that initiative. And so we're trying to get to at least 15 members by the end of the month. So the link to the Patreon for Spurs Film Room is in the description below. Go ahead and check that out. But thank you guys for just watching and subscribing to this channel. I said it earlier in the previous break, man. We got like 600 new subscribers, 600 Spurs fans from all over the world subscribe to this channel. Thank you. Thank you so much for doing that. Thank you for liking the videos and, and the and the shows that I do for y'all. Obviously, there's no film to break down right now. But come October, I want to be breaking down film for y'all in 1080p. I know a lot of you guys leave comments on my film room breakdowns. They're like, man, I wish the quality was a little bit better. And I'm like, yeah, so do I. <laughs> so do I. But I got to buy all these diapers and, and, and pampers and whatnot, right? So onesies, right? This guy, my, my son, just to give you a little, a little behind the scenes, my son is going to be five months old this month. Man, it, it has flown by and he's just getting, he was this big and, and now he's like 
this big and he's just he's he's awesome man he's he's the best um maybe when he's like a, a kid i'll have him in here uh to talk spurs basketball with us down the road so i don't know but anyways um thank you guys for watching and subscribing to this channel liking these videos hitting that notification bell so you get notified when we go live on this channel and when we drop new content again check out the link to the patreon in the description below show times are tuesdays and thursdays around 8 30 p.m and we try to do a Spurs Q&A with you guys at least once a month, at least once, uh, sorry, at least twice a month, right? And again, thank you guys for 2K subscribers. We're, we're almost to, to 2,500. Hopefully, we'll be at 2,500 by the end of next week. Um, it's just unbelievable. Thank you guys for watching this video and, and subscribing. Sorry, guys. I, I, I've been talking to Zach Montana here on, on the back end. Um, on my end over here zach was supposed to be on the show today but he got caught up at work and then he had a little bit of technical difficulties there down the stretch so no worries we're gonna get zach on the show i don't know if you guys are are aware of who zach is um but zach montana was a co-host of the spurs way podcast um was like one of the original spurs podcasts out there i want to say like you know, back like in 2017, 2018, something like that. Like, man, these guys were were the best, man. It's like if you if you listen to podcasts back then, you probably would listen to theirs, right? When I was just a Bucking Spurs podcast, um, that's where this channel originated, right? It was a Bucking Spurs podcast, and then um, became Spurs Film Room. Uh, you know, I would listen to the Spurs Way podcast all the time, and and I loved what they did, and. And just to have Zach coming on the show, not just coming on the show, but Zach is actually going to join Spurs Tube TV and be a guest host for our post-game shows coming up this season, right? So again, Spurs Tube TV, the YouTube channel, is going to host all of our post-game shows that we're going to have for you guys. But check out the website for sure and check out... Formerly, sorry guys, had a little bit of technical difficulty. Um, but yes, you can check out all the contributors who are going to be guest hosting for After the Buzzer this season at SpursTubeTV.com and check out the website. The link is in the description below. So we'll get Zach on here um, maybe on Thursday. I'm going to reach out to him, see if he can come on on Thursday or not. Um, if not, we'll, we'll get him on here soon. So I'm really excited to have Zach on. Kind of a bummer he couldn't make it today, but Man, I, I'm excited to get him on the show because I've just, like I said, I've, I've been a big fan of of his. So couldn't get him on today, but definitely tune in, subscribe. Hopefully on Thursday we can get him in the house. Um, love to talk Spurs basketball with him, man. That that that's like a little treat for me. And I I know like I try to bring these guests on to to like you know provide great content for you guys, but having Zach on, man, that's just cool. Like I just I find that cool. So. Um, Dude's a cool dude. Um, we'll get with we'll get him on the show soon. All right, guys. So go Spurs go. Thank you for supporting the channel. Again, one last time, smash that like button down below. Chant go Spurs go into the universe when you do. It sends good luck waves out to the rest of Spurs Nation. So my international amigos, go Spurs go. Have a great night. Adios. Hey, isn't we supposed to be having a fiesta? Watch this.